in order to have the new come in, the old needs to be brought up to the surface, to be looked at, to be dealt with, to be processed, to be healed. Welcome to Supernormalize, the podcast where we challenge the conventional, break boundaries, and normalize the seemingly supernatural. Join me, CJ, as we explore less uncharted realms of existence and unravel the mysteries of life experience. My treasured listeners, if you have a life story or healing modality or unique knowledge that you'd love to share, reach out to me at Supernormalized, that's Supernormalized with a Z, at Proton.me. Let's together embrace acceptance of the supernatural and unusual as what it really is, completely normal. Today on Supernormalized, I'm introducing Kate Hartsong, a multi-talented author, speaker, entrepreneur, coach, and Reiki master teacher. She's got a deep wisdom derived from meditation and personal growth. Kate empowers others to embrace their brilliance, create positive change, and live a more joyful life. Her passion for making the world a better place shines through her articles, workshops, and books. Kate's belief in the interconnectedness of all uh, beings fuels her humanitarian efforts, and um, yeah, we're going to explore that today on the show. So welcome to Super Normalized, Kate. Welcome to the show, Kate. So Kate, you're a multi-talented author, speaker, entrepreneur, coach, and Reiki master teacher, and you have a lot of wisdom around meditation and personal growth. And you have this um, way of putting, um, that you work with people by helping them to embrace their brilliance. How did you get to that position in life? And, and what was your story behind all this? Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for having me here. And I'm very grateful to be able to share my story. My hope is it is an inspiration. Uh, essentially, and I'll go into briefly a little bit of detail, but essentially, it's really about recognizing that I can make change mm. and recognizing the greatness of who I am. Not egotistical, but to know that I, like everyone on the planet, deserves to know their brilliance and so it started back when i was a child like for so many of us uh i had a very difficult and uh challenging childhood traumatic uh part of that was when i lost most of my hearing when i was two years old i actually wow. you know curious toddler i fell out of a window and oh, as a result, yeah, about a story and a half high. As a result, I lost most of my hearing. But my parents didn't know that until a few years later when I wasn't speaking well, wasn't speaking much. As a result, they recognized it and we did some things. But I had so much shame around that and oh. no confidence. Mm. And part of the impetus of my my passion to help others 
And to recognize their brilliance really comes from that background of having low self-esteem and the whole gamut. And in my, I think it was around my early 20s, when I had been in for so many years in a place of frustration and angst, fear, unhappiness, I was just a mess. <laughs> and yeah. I saw others were successful with joy and, you know, they'd had their ups and downs, but they were usually in a good place. And that was my impetus to make change. I took a lot of self-help workshops, books, did some psychotherapy. I did a lot of work. So over the years, I actually came into knowing I deserve good and that I can make change and that I can offer my gifts and recognizing what those gifts are. So as a result of all of that personal work, you know, and we're all on this journey, right? Yeah. We all make that change. We we are in this journey to expand in our personal growth. So it is as a result because of the extreme of where I used to be. And gosh, it seems like it was five lifetimes ago. Yeah. But where I was compared to where I am today this is what gives me that impetus and the passion to support people and, and to be here like on your podcast, to let people know it totally is possible to make positive change and, yes, embrace our brilliance. Mm. And that is okay to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's a heartwarming story and um, also a little tragic, but um, it's great that you went through that because it drove you towards this path. Exactly, exactly. Mm. I'm actually grateful. Yeah. It is the very reason I truly believe why I have a d deeper sense of compassion and understanding towards the the whole realm of being a human. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. our spiritual beings, but we're in this human body, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. So how do you raise your consciousness and why is this important to your happiness? Yes, excellent question. There's so many ways that we can raise our consciousness. Yeah. And as we do, it so parallels and supports us in more joy and happiness. Mm. Many different ways. One is to, if it resonates with a person, to get into a routine of meditation. Meditation is a lovely way to deepen into connection within ourselves mm. and also to be in alignment with source or God, or spirit, or whatever word we use. But that helps, and it has an amazing cumulative effect as we meditate. Every day goes on as we have that practice of meditation, the sense of the wholeness and wellness and depth of that connection just supports us through the day. And it, meditation, that could be a whole topic in itself. But there's many ways to do it. Sitting in a lotus position is not the only way. Mm. Walking in nature and just being totally present is also another way to do it. Yeah. Another way that I like to do for, and so simple, uh, to raise my vibration is to have gratitude. Gratitude is a high vibration. And if we can have sincere gratitude, there's so many things to be grateful for. And so it's really important to know that 
it's not that we have to be in high vibration all the time because that's not possible. We do have challenges. We have upsets. But once we can get into awareness of the upsets, acknowledge them, have self-compassion, and work through, process the emotions, and depending on the depth of the work we need to do around what happened, then we can go back into our place of of connection and higher vibration. So for me, going into gratitude is great. You know, like simple things. I'm so grateful when the water comes out of my kitchen sink faucet. I mean, it's right at my fingertips <laughs> and uh, my car starts. I'm healthy. I'm able to get out of bed. I have energy to do my work. So there's just countless things to be grateful for. Mm. So those are two ways that we can raise our vibration. Yeah, I can sure. share others if you want, but anyway, that's a good start. That's a good start for sure. I I, I do meditation every day myself, and I do uh, I can I sometimes do just a, a silent meditation where I can't find myself. Um, I let go of my thoughts, and I get into a sort of space where you're actually in between thoughts. And I, when you get to that point, you sort of just let it happen that you stay there. Rather than yeah. as, soon as, you, as soon as you grasp at it, you lose it and then start thinking about things again. Yeah. So you gotta sort of just let it <laughs> let it happen. And um, I had explained that to my my wife several times because I'm trying to get her to meditate, and for ages she's like, oh, "I just can't meditate." And then one time it happened for her, and she goes, "It's that place between the thoughts." I said, "That's it. That's it." Oh, yay! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. So that's that, that's that's a, definitely a great method, and even like I I wholly encourage even guided meditations because guided meditations work fine too you know and there's so many ways to do that now you know there's so much online you can use for free that yeah. um, help us with sort of meditation and um so it's it's an easy way in for sure and, and gratitude is another one of my practices personally myself i have gratitude um uh, a personal gr gratitude practice that i actually do every day before i go to sleep and i offer gratitude to um well first of all to all of my my ancestors um, mm -hmm. for me that actually um you know helped me to become an and an incarnate as a human again and um oh, you know yeah yeah so I, I have this sort of gratitude practice that goes through all of the the spirits and everything that i work through work with and it's just yeah. something i think that should be done every day personally because for me it, it helped change a lot of things i mean i used to do ones where i was having gratitude to my um my um, younger inner self you know, my, and and I would say I have gratitude for you going through those experiences and 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 getting through them and actually living and and all that you learned and everything that you that you got from that you know um, and but all the pain you can let go you know I have gratitude for you letting go of that pain and or letting go of yeah. all of the um the experiences in the in the negative way and just grabbing all the good stuff and bringing that forward and I did that for a long time that helped cure so many things for myself like um, when, I'm, when i say cure it's like uh relieving stress and anxiety so yeah wholly encouraged with the gratitude practice myself it's so good it's so good yeah yeah so Beautiful. Um, um when you um empower your readers clients and audiences how how do you actually do that i mean you've said that you've done do it with the meditation practice and, and the gratitude practice do you do this like um in, in any other specific methods uh, you, are you asking me like how I empower my clients? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. And yeah, there are specific things I do. 
through the coaching, um, or even if I'm just out with friends or my kids or anyone, by acknowledging acknowledging them when they're doing something really great, or just to reinforce whatever it is that they are saying, uh, to also another way to empower the, is to have them come up with their own answer. And it's very empowering when we can do something on our own and then see the success, witness what we have done as being successful and like, wow, you know, that helps gain that sense of confidence and self-empowerment when Mm -hmm. we go out, especially if we're doing something that we're not accustomed to do. There's, you know, like they're a little bit afraid to, Oh, for example, looking for a new job, but it's so comfortable to be in the same job, even though it's stressful and it hurts. And yet to make change may be very scary. But if they go out and do that, and they're like, wow, it worked, that can be really empowering. Absolutely. Yeah, I like to empower them just recognizing their brilliance, Mm. uh, helping them to acknowledge the good that they've done that what uh, action steps they took, for example, was successful. Plus, just in my like coaching sessions with my clients, you know, as we're going through the session, they may have brought something up. And then I will ask them because, you know, coaching is so much about asking the client so that they gain the insights from within. Mm. And as they do gain that insights, they're like, wow, yeah, I do recognize this. And they can get that sense of empowerment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Excellent. Excellent. Well, how important is it to be aware of your own energy vibrations and how that improves your life and humanity? What do you mean by that? And um, I mean, what is an energy vibration to you? Yes, it's so important to be. Well, I will back up from that question momentarily, which yeah. leads right into the, the okay. answer. And that is, When we live in a place of mindfulness and awareness, when we are in a place of witness to our own selves, we are in, well, (laughs) a lot more empowerment. We are so much more aware. And from that, it is so helpful and much easier to then recognize, oh, I'm really stressed right now. Or why did I react so strongly to this person? Oh, my energy is not feeling really good right now. Or I'm out and I'm having a lot of fun. And if I'm in a place of awareness, I can see, oh, I am having fun and my vibration is higher. So I feel a fundamental, well, a foundation for all of life in any area is awareness. I always share that with my clients and audiences, how key it is that we can have a much more conscious and happy life when we are aware. So then we can be aware, well, I'm here, maybe I don't feel very good right now. And why is that? Or maybe we do know why. And then going into a place, well, okay, I need to deal with this, I need to process it, again, having that mindfulness and awareness. Mm. And then going into, well, what can I do to get into a higher vibration? What can I do to make myself feel better? Now, it's something I really love to emphasize, though. There is nothing wrong to have upset emotions. Mm. 
We all are all challenged with that, as you know. Yeah. But when we can recognize it, again, we'll be more aware of that when we are in a conscious, mindful way of living. Yes. Then we can catch ourselves. And again, is there a process I need to do now to release and that upset? Is it something in my control? Maybe it's not in my control. What can I do? And then in time, releasing it. And as a result, then take those tools out of that toolbox and raise the vibration again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very important to uh, raise your vibrations. And I like that how you were saying um, that it's good to actually step into a state of mindfulness of actually what's happening for you. I think a lot of us, we get caught up in the world and living in the world and being in the world and doing things in the world. And you don't step back and go, wait a minute, I'm actually stressed. And if you do that, then you actually are acknowledging um, what is going on for you. And in, in that acknowledgement, then you can change it. And when you make that yeah. change, that's when you can bring yourself into a, a, a different, different, higher vibration and a better understanding of yourself. I find for myself when I actually get into a um, good um, state that influences everyone around me, it's just change just happens because I'm changed. Exactly. And there's you said it so well. And it's so important, again, to being in that place of awareness because mm. so many of us and me, included of course up until a few years ago would uh, work on an automatic mode and not think and just reactive and this and that but how wonderful it is where we can step out and be in the observer of ourselves and be in tune not just with our words but being in tune with how does my body feel right now why did i react so strongly to this person Or if I walk into a public place and for some reason I'm feeling uncomfortable, good to have that awareness. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's actually an extra level of intuition, I'd even say. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, How is it, how important is it to realize that we're actually interconnected with everyone and how does that help us have more respect, kindness, love, collaboration Mm. in peace and joy in our lives? Excellent question again. I believe that as we recognize and experience that we are all interconnected, when we get that, and by the way, you know, quantum physics, quantum mechanics has proven this time and again, the interconnection. But when I am aware that I am interconnected, then I am more likely to realize that what I put out what I say, what I do to another comes back to me. Mm. And I believe that as I'm more in that awareness and consciousness of that, that I would be more inclined to be kind and to be respectful and Mm. to have reverence for life towards the other because they really are part of who I am. Mm. And then however I treat others comes back to me. So it's like I, I don't, I'm not like kind and respectful so that I will be treated that way. But I just have that sense of I want to be kind and respectful because, oh gosh, we're all in this together. We are interconnected. My energy does interpenetrate and coalescence with others. 
So why not be of kindness? Plus, when I'm recognizing I'm interconnected, Mm. I also know, and some of us who are sensitives or empaths will really pick up on this. I will then sense across the world, maybe there's a huge tsunami or uh, the 911, the two twin towers in America that were collapsed and the outpouring of so much love and compassion by so many, we can feel that. So it's, you know, what a, what a other tragic things or loving things that happen across the world do impact me. Mm. They impact each one of us, even though we're way across the globe. Yeah. So yeah. we're in that place of interconnectedness. Again, we'll have our heart opened out, our outpouring of love. And that mm. includes Mother Earth too, the interconnection we have with her, where we can have more reverence of life. Uh, I mean, reverence for the Mother Earth um, to treat her with respect. She gives us so much, yes. so much abundance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting when you say that. I was thinking of um, like uh, when you are in that higher reson- resonant sort of space that um, when you come across people that are not in that space and they're quite abrasive and, you know, sometimes the first reaction is like, oh, that person's just a jerk. But then you just step back and go, wait a minute. You have no idea what they're going through. Yeah. So you can reach into some a point of compassion within that. If you are in a higher vibration, you can do that. And, and, and exactly. Yeah. And That's maybe, such a beautiful example. Yeah. And then even reach out to them, you know, through the heart space to try and um, help them in any way you can. Or if they're not ready for help, then you can just let them be. So, uh, <laughs> I love that. That's so true. Yeah. You know, they're not being a jerk and all that on purpose. It's, as you well know, I'm sure you know, it's an indication of the pain and upset that they're going through inside. And I would like to think more and more people are awakening where they know they need to do their own personal healing and doing whatever they can to heal. But in the meantime, there are some people who don't know that there's any options for them, or they may feel like a victim. But yes, I love that you said that, CJ. We can offer compassion, and you know, they pick up on it unconsciously. Like, if I'm driving down the street and there's been a car accident, I will often just send out love and light to them. Or if I see someone in the grocery store and they have that frown, without my saying anything, but the energy is there, I will send love. Yeah, and yeah. we never know. It, it does impact them in a positive way. So I love how you brought that up. Yeah, yeah. Considering this, how would people use this, say, this sort of these sort of understandings in in, in a uh, business practice and working with employees and their productivity? How would how would they do that? Mm, oh, that would be so beautiful if so many more companies did this. <laughs> I believe it starts from, and some companies are some yeah. companies are conscious. I believe that if managers can be in a place of understanding that we're all in this together, that if they can be open enough to know that 
Each of their employees are very valuable and customers of the company are very valuable. And if we can try to see that we are actually all on the same plane, no one is better, no one is less than us. We're all here. And if they can understand from a business standpoint of gathering information and the opinion of their employees, and if they're open enough to listen to it, to have the open heart and open-mindedness to really consider the feedback or the input or the ideas of their employees, and then taking that into consideration and recognizing that we are interconnected and how I, as a supervisor, treat my employees, if I treat them with kindness and acknowledge their great work, that they will probably show up on a higher level of being happy to work mm. versus the abrasiveness and I'm the boss and you have to listen to me and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know everything and you don't. Why? Because I'm the supervisor. Wow, what a great way to alienate people. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, if we can honor whatever another person shares with us, recognize we are interconnected, they too have valuable ideas. And I also think that the whole idea that every person has a certain unique skills and talents. And so if you have, say, eight people in a department, one person has this skill, another person has that. They all have different skills. As a synergy, it all comes in beautifully together. And again, honoring and respecting where that person is coming from. So in my belief that that would be one way to really support having a healthy or conscious business. Yeah, excellent, excellent. I think conscious businesses are uh, on the rise for sure. I mean, we need more and more people to be um, interconnected and aware and uh, empathic towards each other, I think helps a lot, you know, and uh, that way people's uh, yeah. work day is a lot less stressful, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, there's a lot of things that gotta got to get done in a day and, um, you know, if, yeah. you, if you've got another, another thing on your back, it's just a bit harder. So when you have this sort of relief with this um this understanding and connection then yeah all for the better totally mm. yeah so what does humanity's current evolutionary leap have to do with the age of aquarius the current evolutionary leap that we are going through right now has to do so much with the whole age of aquarius the answer to that question is we need to look at like the whole of humanity since since we started on this planet. It is very normal. It is the way, it's the universal law that humanity and Mother Earth, by the way, goes through evolutionary ships from time to time. And part of that includes a change and a po more positive shift in consciousness. Yeah. So we have been, for the last 2,000 years, in an age of Pisces. So within the context of what context of where I'm talking right now, the age of Pisces really is about uh, competition and male dominance and anger and aggression 
war and that there is separation between everyone and that men and women are not the same. And this is no longer working for us. It's been a 2000 year process in Pisces, but it's all actually in the stars, astrology, astrologically and universally. It's normal. It's just what happens. We are now moving into the age of Aquarius. But yeah. in order to get, oh, and the age of Aquarius, its characteristics are understanding we are interconnected. There is a unity consciousness that men and women are equal, that all races and genders and cultures are all equal. And there's collaboration, there's kindness, there's harmony, there's peace, there's love. There is a higher sense of respect and reverence for life. But in order to get there, this is true whether it's this evolution or uh, a tree that loses its leaves. In order to have the new come in, the old needs to be brought up to the surface, to be looked at, to be dealt with, to be processed, to be healed. And so there's this stage in between the Pisces and, a and a a Age of Aquarius yeah. where we are right smack in the middle of the chaos. It's kind of like the chaos be before the storm. I'm sorry. <laughs> the chaos before the calm. Yes. In order for the old to, I'm sorry, in order for the new to come in, the old needs to be resolved and healed. So we are so much in that chaos. But the good news is that this evolutionary shift is leading us into the age of Aquarius. And this is why I believe, this is why we're seeing so many more people starting to question, well, why is there so much upheaval on the planet? Yeah. And how can I raise my vibration? And you know, in recent years, relative to all of humanity, in recent years, we're, at, we're recognizing that we are interconnected. And there is this concept of oneness that was never there before. So little by little, this is seeping in. And mm. the good news is that the age of Aquarius will come in, but we have to go through the cleansing process first, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, right. So that's what's going on in our world now, which well, it seems like nearly every day the news is just, like bizarre and awful and strange. <laughs> so, yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Are yeah. That are yeah. So, uh, okay. So how do we, considering all that, how do we save ourselves and humanity and um, how do we make the world a better place? I mean, raising our vibration is obviously the way, isn't it? Yes. Raising our vibration is one way. A lot easier said than done, I totally realize. So I will share just very briefly to answer that question. Sure. My latest book called Humanity's Cry for Change, okay. which addresses the very thing we're talking about. How can we navigate this world of such chaos? And yes, one way is to raise our vibration, but that's not always easy. If a person is in great pain, hopefully that they can recognize that there are ways to deal with it. It depends on what's going on in their life. But there's, you know, there's counselors, there's therapy, uh, maybe just talking to a good friend or a coach. Yeah. Work, 
through and whatever the pain is, whatever the challenge from trauma from childhood, if they can, if they're ready to deal with it and to do whatever that healing, doing their personal work is key. So imagine if a hundred thousand people or a hundred million people or a billion people on the planet did their own interpersonal work. This, they would feel better. And then, of course, this all adds to the collective consciousness, which makes for positive to help along the shift into the new age, the new earth. Yeah. So yeah. one thing is doing that personal work. And that will help then naturally lead to having a higher vibration. And again, higher vibration represents love and respect and kindness, not just to others, but also to ourselves. How often do we talk kindly to ourselves? Exactly. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I pulled myself up on this one. I was like, if 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 somebody spoke to me like I had spoken to myself in the past when I let that happen, I would. Yeah. I'd probably get up and punch them. <laughs> you know, <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to let you get away with talking to me like that. <laughs> Totally. Absolutely. And people will say there's been many spiritual teachers, and I truly believe this is true. The reason there's so much war on the planet is there's war within ourselves. How often we do fight within ourselves. How unkind are our words. What is our self-talk like? So again, going back to how can we shift? We shift first within ourselves and all of that adds then to the collective consciousness making that shift that's why i'm really encouraged because i think more people are awakening to this truth oh definitely definitely a lot of these things uh these um ideas these concepts over time um, I, I see him being embraced by a lot more people. And one of my measures of that is if, if I, if I, if I jump in a transport and the driver starts talking about what I'm thinking about, I'm like, yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> How's your day going? Well, this is what's happening for me. I'm like, well, excellent. <laughs> so these things, Absolutely. these things are, they're becoming the norm. And that's pretty much the basis of my whole podcast is just like normalizing all these things, you know, and making it so everyone gets it, you know, and I'm sure more people yeah. are getting it, which is great. Yeah, I, I would like to think that. <laughs> I'm certain of it. That's the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm doing this work. You know, I, I see that there's more magic in the world and more love and more, more people connecting. So that's a good thing. Yeah, that's beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. why I'm very passionate about sharing the message of my book. Yeah, for sure. I'm for sure. the only messenger. There's so many great messengers, excellent leaders. And people like you and so many other podcast hosts who are offering extremely wonderful, loving, high conscious pathways so that we can make a shift on our planet. Yeah. And I believe it's possible. I'm very optimistic. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, um, okay. So why do challenging times result in personal growth? Can you give us any analogies around that? I mean, you've actually written that, um, uh, it's sort of like going from the ashes um, come, you know, come the gifts of rebirth. Can you talk around that? 
Uh, yes, around, um, I'm sorry, I didn't quite get your question about the rising from the ashes. Okay, so can you explain why challenging times result in a personal, in personal growth for people and um, how the analogy is like rising from the ashes? Oh, thank you. Yes, absolutely. Unfortunately, for most people, we will not move to make a shift or a change unless we are in great pain <laughs> and it takes that pain it takes the challenges for us then to say no more i like so many people on the planet when i was younger it's like i shared at the beginning i could not handle being so anxious and frustrated i knew there had to be a better way and that was the impetus for me to make a shift yeah. i start to take action steps um, but it's human nature to kind of stay in the same, and maybe it's painful, but when it becomes really painful, that could be when we're like, no more. And yeah. it is sort of like the analogy of rising from the ashes into the phoenix, the ashes representing the depth of pain or the dark night of the soul. Yes. There's so much pain and there's like, ah, it is a shift. I can't do it anymore. I'm going to make a change. And as we do, and it takes a lot of courage, as we can make that shift, as we delve into the depth of who we are and recognize that, yes, I can shift. Or maybe we don't know if we can, but in any way, as we can, we rise up into actually a lot of inner healing there's mm. a you know everything is energy yes whether it's our thoughts our words our interactions with people it's all energy so when we can work through what i'm describing right now is on an individual level but what i'm describing is also so true on the humanity level collective consciousness we're actually going through the same thing. It's that shift, that pain. It needs to be brought up. And as it's brought up, we can heal it, embrace it. And that's what helps to release it. Mm. And in our personal self, as we release it, then we go into being the phoenix and having the freedom of flight, of lighter energy within ourselves. Right. Mm, mm, mm. it's pretty powerful it takes a lot of courage I've, I've been through quite a few experiences of that myself where um life has gotten me to a point where i felt so cornered that i had to break out and make massive change or or you know yeah. who knows mm. what would have happened but uh, it didn't so i'm glad that i'm here <laughs> but um yeah no. it, sometimes we mm. need to go through a bit of hell to get to heaven exactly you know it to me it's the analogy of completely breaking down like mm -hmm. a caterpillar completely breaking down then it can become that beautiful butterfly yeah for sure for sure yeah mm -hmm. and it's not easy it's very painful i've gone through several episodes in my life complete breakdown yes. but as a result i had healing yeah. and i became energetically uh lighter i felt lighter 
I felt better. I also had more uh, insight to who I am. I got to know myself better. Yes. It's called, well, <laughs> personal expansion and growth. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Not necessarily easy, right? But yeah, true. Can be. The can be. Yeah. But, but um, not necessarily, as you say. Uh, you were saying before, it's like vibration, raising your vibration. I, I always think of that more like um, frequency. What if your frequency changes and then you're tuning into a better frequency? You know, it really is, that's, again, a great question, CJ. When we raise our vibration, we are actually at a higher frequency. Yes. Well, how it works, and you probably know all this, but how it works is everything is energy, yeah. and energy by its very nature moves, and it oscillates. And so when energy moves, it moves at a certain level right. or the way to put it is when energy moves it is at a certain frequency so right. vibration is the sense of movement and how fast or slow it goes is the vibration so really the emotional vibrations of love and respect and kindness is actually at a higher frequency so it moves faster. Yeah. And then emotions, oh, frustration, sadness, jealousy, anger, fear, depression, they are all of a lower vibration. Right. Mm. Lower frequency. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And depending on which one you tune into is what you get, really. <laughs> yeah, not the truth. It really is. Yeah. What we focus on gets bigger. Yep, that's it. The universe is all about expansion, it seems. And um, it's like it's reflecting back what we ask for. So try to ask yeah. for better things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, kick out the inner jerk. Don't let them talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, why is self-care so important and how does it contribute con contribute to the betterment of humanity and society? Yes. Self-care is so essential and it is not egotistical. It is not selfish. I always tell my clients and audiences how wonderful it is to have self-care. The more we have self-care in a healthy way, the more we feel better, we feel more empowered, and as a result, the people who are around us can better receive our gifts and talents. We are just more available. I always like to use the analogy of a pitcher of water. So imagine having six empty glasses and then a pitcher of water. And this pitcher is full of water. And then I pour into each of the six glasses. And then I don't have any more in the pitcher. How am I going to fill any more glasses of water in the future unless I <laughs> fill up that pitcher? So to me, self-care means to fill up that pitcher. Yeah. And I also, I know so many people are, are conditioned to think that if I think about myself and I care, take care of myself, I'm being selfish. But in fact, the more we can, the more we actually can give to others. So it really, you know, certainly 
everything has a, a, a everything is on a spectrum. Yeah. So if we do only self care and never give to others, then that's out of balance. Mm. But if we're here giving, 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 and never having self care, yeah, you're going to run out, and we're going to be exhausted. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah I think we've. Yes, I think we've all been people pleasers at times, and um, we've also yeah. learned the uh, the adverse effects of that, and uh, how it doesn't really help us in our own personal growth. So that's a that's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. So, Kate, how can people find you and your work? They can find me on my website. It's joyfulradiance.com. dot com. Yeah. J o y f u l. R-A-D-I-A-N-C-E, Joyful Radiance. And yeah, I have a contact form there. I would love to hear from anyone. I'm always here to support and very happy to hear from people if you have a question. I also have my coaching services as well as my book on my website, Humanity's Cry for Change. And that's also on Amazon in Kindle, and I'm happy to say also audio format now on oh, yeah, Amazon. Cool. Excellent. Yeah, I'm very happy about that. So, yeah, I would love to hear. Um, very, very honored to be of support and service yeah. to others. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Excellent, Kate. Look, this has been a really lovely talk. It's it's a pleasure talking to you, and I can tell that you're you're doing great things for the world and helping people to um, find their place and find their way. So I appreciate your time so much. Thank you. It's such a joy to be with you. I love the energy you have and the questions. So thank you. I'm very honored to be here. Excellent. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to say goodbye to the listeners now. So um, bye for now. Thank you very much. Well, that was a lovely show. Thank you very much to to Kate for that. And uh, you can just hear by talking with her and, and, and listening to her and her way in the world, how calm and collected and encouraging that is to have that frequency change. So I hope you got some really good information out of this show. I, I certainly did. It's It's good to see so many good people in the world out there to help others. And if you enjoyed today's shows, please share the show to your friends and family who need to hear this. And um, if you can, please get onto your local um, podcast app that you use and give me a five-star rating if you can. That'd be really appreciated. And uh, write something nice. I'm, I'm sure other people would love to know more about this, this show as well. So thanks again for listening and um, bye until next time.